0: Everybody welcome back to the Thought Thread podcast. I'm your host Steve Carr. I am the creator of the Thought Thread, a email letter that goes out. It's it's an email, it's not a letter. E-letter? I don't know all the terminology. It just seems taxing, doesn't it? This is what happens. Twice a month I take a bunch of the content that I have been perusing over the internets. I come up with a theme. I use that theme to weave together a newsletter that has various articles from the internets. Why do I do that? Because I believe there's intense value of us to learn from different disciplines. And it's something that I developed throughout not just my academic career, but within my personal learning cycle. And if I'm going to do that, I wanted to share it with other people. So you can be the beneficiary. How do you get that? In your inbox. Twice a month. You can go to my website, houseofcar.com, that's houseofcar.com slash thread. And there you will find the links that I will talk about today. You can find previous issues of the thread. I've got a lot of content there. So if you ever want to go through a reading aggregate Wormhole, then this is the place to do so, so you can subscribe to this, get in your e your e box, your inbox, get this e letter in your inbox, and see what happens so let's turn to this edition of the thread, and the theme is noise, and I pull that out of a uh, biblical text, I provide a sermon bible teaching for people so if you're a you know religious teacher you can use this if you're just a student of the bible you can use this this week i go at psalm 131 and i use that theme of noise because it really talks about quietness and solitude something that in this reverberating era in which we live Sometimes the noise prevents us from finding those introspective moments. So the theme is noise, and I always like to pull out a musical interlude for that. And this week I could not think of anything better but to include an ode to Bringing the Noise by the great rap crew Public Enemy. Chuck D, one of the most accomplished rappers of all time, and then then Flavor Flav. And if you are unfamiliar with this music, it's uh, very powerful lyrics and then Flavor Flav. And uh, maybe you just remember him from his old VH1 dating show, which just the idea that I said that sentence and it makes sense is peculiar. But uh, man, I just need a Flavor Flav in my life, somebody just to... Come behind me and just yell, yeah, boy. I don't know. Maybe I don't need that. Okay, so let's get to the links, the things that I have caught in my reading. The first is an article from the New York Times entitled, Bias is a Big Problem, But So Is Noise. The reason I wanted to do this is this is a teaser to a new book by Daniel Kahneman. If you're unfamiliar with Daniel Daniel Kahneman, you need to because he is one of the foremost influencers of – the field of not just economics, but psychology. He and his mentor, Amos Terfsky, um, developed a methodology or a, a theory by which many other people have been basing their understandings of human behavior. And it talks about how we as humans tend to create shortcuts, also known as heuristics in order to make easy decisions, but that prevents us sometimes making good decisions. I'm excited that Kahneman has a new book out. He hasn't produced many books, even though he's a a, a researcher. This one will be entitled Noise. I'm going to get my hands on a copy and um, read it, provide it within my book recommendations. But this New York Times article is a good teaser for this. You need to get introduced to Kahneman, and he talks about noise. Noise causes error, as does bias, but... The two kinds of errors are separate and independent. So we usually think our biases cause error, and they do, but sometimes it's our inability to discern between noise that prevents us from making good decisions. So you would be well um, served to click on this article, read it, become familiar with Kahneman's thinking. Uh, I appreciate just how he breaks down decisions that we do so that we can figure out when we are prone to make bad decisions. So first article. Moving on to second article. This is from a website called Thought Company, and Thought uh, Company exists to help teachers and how they continue to approach their education of students. One of the articles I came across here that I appreciated it discussed this idea of wait time in education, and I was an adjunct professor for years, and you want to have engagement with students, and usually the best way to do that is to ask questions but if you recall what it was like when you were in a classroom setting, or if it was how you lived, usually, or if it's how you operated as a student, if the teacher asked a question, there was always this silence. And you would ask the question and then sometimes attempt to restate the question, do some things and relate to this that actually didn't let the question resonate. I think all of us in our interactions, whether we're teaching or just converse, conversing, I was going to say conversating, if we're just conversing with other people, It helps us sometimes to allow our question to linger because sometimes it pushes people to think and then respond. Moment of awkwardness, but I think it's a necessity. That's why I wanted to share this article of discussing wait times in education. Even if you're not a teacher, I believe it would apply to you. Third article I recommend is actually from a man named Devon Zweigel, who is a coder, and this is what I find interesting that, you know, if you know anything about coding, it's, you know, setting up systems, whether it be websites or apps, you know, usually you think of those people as just very methodical people who don't think, man, I found there's a lot of coders who maybe it's just because of this discipline where it becomes methodical for them, they have time to think. And uh, sometimes I'll read things by coders and be like, wow, they, they are brilliant. They are thinkers. That could be influencers. So Devon uh, writes an article that really spoke to me. It's entitled The Silence is Deafening. But basically, he is overseeing this idea of what happens when you are on the social medias and you see somebody that you know and care for or respect put an opinion on social media that is insane. How do you grapple with the insanity? And so many times we either hit you know reply on the tweet deck or we – Put our thoughts in the comments and it just starts a melee and that's just why you know i've gotten out of the habit personally if i disagree with somebody of putting something in the comments it's just an exercise in futility what i appreciate demon says is like look when i have come across this this is the methodology i've used to try to engage those people and it starts with dming them it starts with direct messaging the people with whom you disagree to take that offline because it allows you to have more transparency. Now, this isn't going to work in every argument, but at the very least, if you started to employ this in your social media discipline, you might find yourself saving time because you're not getting into prolonged internet arguments, which are the worst thing in the world. So read that article. See if it makes you change your approach to how you interact and arguing, arguing with people on social media. The next article I throw is a fast company article that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with noise, but I, I came across it recently. It basically uh, puts out that people don't become adults until the age of thirty-six. You know, and and we know just legally in the United States, eighteen is that age of adulthood, and. You know we think of this idea now of how well you might be illegally an adult at eighteen, but you still probably aren't in this full functioning place. They did actual research trying to look at how people have lived through them from uh, and this person who wrote it wrote a book entitled "Your Best Life at Any Age," looking at all these experiences and it is his um what do I want to say his um postulation that the age of 36 is when you really become an adult. I don't know if I buy into that, right? Because by the age of 36, I had already been married for over a decade. You know, I had established life. I was a homeowner, all this stuff. And maybe there's these disciplines. But it's something interesting to think about because I have found out, even as somebody in their mid-40s now, I'm always like, oh, I am this age, which was the age of my parents at this point in their life. And I would never have looked back and think, well, they weren't adults at this point. So I I just think it's an interesting thing to chew on. Maybe you disagree. I personally do. But it's just something interesting to consider. And then thinking about noise, I found an article from a website called Big Think. And this is out there, but sometimes I like to throw this out there because you don't know. I um, have been a football fan for a long time. I don't watch as much football as I used to. I think it's because I watched hours and hours of college and NFL football for decades, and I've kind of held off just to say I'll start paying attention late in the season so I don't overcommit. But man, now the Cincinnati Bengals actually look like they have a good team. So they'll suck me back in, and then I'll be disappointed, and then I'll fall back out of love it again. That's my personal cycle. However, why do quarterbacks say hut? You know, when the quarterback is under center, you know, you you know that when you were playing growing up on the on the lot, maybe you, you never had that experience. We did, you'd have the football and that was how you emulated the quarterback, you said hut, hut. Why do people say hut? This is the answer for that. It goes back to a man named John Heisman, yes, after whom the Heisman Trophy is named. So maybe you're interested in that, maybe you're not. I, I found it a nice diversion. I always like to find meaningless, uh, trivial pursuit facts that might come into play later in my life, but usually have nothing to do with anything. Hope you enjoy that article. And then finally, because I didn't recommend an article, uh, I didn't write anything here in the last couple of weeks. I've had some a busy schedule but um, gave you an extra link there and then just wanted to focus on my book recommendation for the week, which is one that I reviewed before actually, but um, it was years ago when it first came out, a book that was published in 2015 entitled The Signal and the Noise, The Signal and the Noise, Why So Many Predictions Fail But Some Don't. And this is written by Nate Silver, who if you re- know of him, Nate Silver is very Um, popular because he is a political prognosticator. He looks at the data to try to predict political outcomes. In previous elections, he's either been absolutely right or off enough that people critiqued him. Look, if you're going to try to predict anything, and if you're ever wrong, whether you're a weatherman or a political prognosticator, you're going to take some lumps. But I did appreciate his view right here, just trying to show people About how we analyze statistical material, and that sometimes you need to see the trend, but other times you can get distracted because there is noise. And that was the, you know, bringing all of this together, this thread for uh, this edition. Thinking about noise, I think that's one of the things is that, uh, you know, noise is something that we need to recognize. Sometimes noise is something that we need to mute. And then sometimes noise are things that we need to examine and determine whether or not it should just be allowed to amplify, whether or not it is truly valuable, or whether it needs to be trashed from our lives we live in an era of noise of phones of technological distractions and for you to be a productive thinker in this era you need to be able to discern between that which is important and that which is not that's what i try to do and that's one of the reasons why i want to put the thread out here is for you to have an opportunity to get exposed to divergent thinking and see how it impacts your life so that's the thread and how about a little bit more noise as we play ourselves out that was the thought thread podcast you can find this on the itunes spotify all these types of things or check out my website house slash thread we'll keep providing you good content we'll see you in a few weeks enjoy your life